Grayson McCall and Marcus Carroll into the transfer portal. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, portal news happened on a Wednesday. We'll get to that here momentarily. Also, coaching rumors about Kurt Signetti. Apparently, the hair dye is working. And Brett McMurphy shakes up his bowl projections. Let's talk about uh, the two big ones in the transfer portal. Uh, also, by the way, if you want to get a collective, this is the best one to do it with. I'm sure there's others. But for the Sun Belt and solely the Sun Belt, uh, howlraiser.com, and you can find it there. Jeremy Harper uh, does a great job of compiling the people in the transfer portal. All right, as they uh, go in. So the Miss has a handful, Georgia State has a handful, Coastal Carolina almost two handfuls, like a lot, including a couple quarterbacks, which we'll get to here momentarily. So that's a good one to go to howlraiser.com. All right. So the big news on Wednesday is that Grayson McCall is in the transfer portal again. Uh, obviously the uh, three-time Sunbelt player of uh, the year uh, got hurt in the Arkansas State ball game. Uh, season wasn't really going in their direction and until, until at, at that point, in fact. Uh, and then the backups did a pretty good job as they finished up seven and four. At one point in time, yeah, they were they were in last place in the East. And so he's leaving again. This time, I think as a grad transfer, because you can you can go on Twitter and if it's on Twitter, it must be true, uh, and find out why he had issues transferring. Now maybe he won't have those same issues transferring this time around. And it seems like the same team that he was looking to go to, uh, the Auburn Tigers, may be interested again. So we'll see, as uh, obviously Auburn needs a little bit more of a consistent quarterback uh, offensive threat uh, to compete in the SEC. So we'll see where Grace McCall lands. Uh, you also have Marcus Carroll. He was the, and is, not was, is the Sun Belt's leading rusher. Regular season leading rusher by one yard. <laughs> by all of one yard. Uh, he finished uh, with 1,350 yards. Uh, Kamani Vidal from Troy finished with 1,349 yards, although Marcus Carroll had 20 more carries. Nonetheless, he had one more yard, had a great season, 13 touchdowns. Aver they both averaged about 112 yards uh, a ball game. Um, and Marcus Carroll from Georgia State has decided to hit the transfer portal uh, as well. He may have two years eligible. We still have, you know, the, the the COVID year. His first year was 20. I don't know if that can both be. Uh, and then 21, he didn't play very much either. He only had 33 carries. So I don't know if he's got, you know, a redshirt year in there and the COVID year or the COVID year and a grad year. But he may have two years left. Grayson, I think, only has the one. So we'll see where Marcus Carroll goes. You are the leading Sunbelt, you know, the, the rushing leader from the Sunbelt in a league that sent 
12 teams bowling, you would think you'd be able to find a home. Now, here's the problem with that. Um, and I don't mean to belittle running backs because there are some good ones. All right. There are a lot of good ones. I mean, geez, tons in the Sun Belt from Marcus Carroll, Georgia State, Troy's Kamani Vidal, Ismail Mahdi from Texas State, Frank Gore from Southern Miss, who, wait for it, may be back. How about that? Rasheen Ali from Marshall, Ladanian Webb from South Alabama, Jalen White from Georgia Southern, Nate Noel from App State, Jacob Cabote from Louisiana, and Jacquez Cross from Arkansas State. Those are just the top 10. <laughs> Those are really good guys, really good running backs uh, for uh, the Sun Belt. But are they a dime a dozen? And is it more the offensive line or is it the running back? I'm sure a lot of people think it is the running back, but seems to be maybe some offensive line in there as well. So we'll see where Marcus Carroll can go. Can he get to a power five? Can he get to a better group of five school? I don't know. Certainly someone with 1,350 yards and 13 touchdowns is going to get some consideration somewhere, just like Grace McCall would as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Now, also in the transfer portal for Coastal Carolina, uh, linebacker JT uh, Killen, but Jared Guest went as well. Now, I think he's going to be a grad transfer, so maybe he only had one year left. Uh, he was the backup. He came in for McCall when McCall got hurt, and then Jared Guest got hurt, and then Ethan Vasco, who's a freshman, came in and played, and he played in the last ball game. Though they lost that pretty badly to JMU, uh, Jared Guest is going to is into the transfer portal, and so I guess they're going with Ethan Vasco now. But uh, it'd be interesting to see. So far, there's only one from Marshall, uh, Tyshawn Hurst, an offensive tackle. Nobody from South Alabama, and nobody from the Cajuns just yet. Interesting. Only one from App State, Nathan uh, Kimbambi. And I'm, again, taking this off of HowlRazor.com, and he's got a link in the on the site uh, to see that. But, I mean, Coastal Carolina's already got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a ton. Georgia State has five. Marshall's only got one. Southern Miss has five. ULM only has a pair, and they don't have a coach. So, I mean, one, two, three... Let's see here. Uh, four, five, six, seven. Is that it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So only seven teams have them in there. JMU doesn't have anybody in there. Um, Troy doesn't have anybody in there. Georgia Southern doesn't have anybody in there just yet. Three off the top of my head. Texas State doesn't have anybody in there. So... It, and it's obviously very early. Technically, the portal's not open until December 4th, but people are announcing now. So that was the big news on uh, on Wednesday. It was first Grayson McCall, and then Marcus Carroll decided to go into the portal as well. Interesting. Do we think, I haven't even thought of this, do we think the coaching shakeups are all settled? Right? I mean, most people, most schools, if you're making a change, a coach, you've already done it. Right. You, you, you've already decided to do it. Right. It's Black Monday for a reason. 
maybe more in the NFL than anything else, but usually you do it right afterwards. So I'm presuming Sean Elliott is safe at Georgia State. I'm presuming. All right, so we'll see uh, what happens there. All right, let's take a time out when we come back. Rumors of Chris Signetti to the Big Ten. But let me tell you, to begin with, about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only uh, only available to U.S. customers. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Rumors of Kurt Signetti. Now, we talked about it yesterday that he may or may not dye his hair to look younger. We did talk about it. Um, compared to... Uh, you know, looking younger, uh, whether he does it or not, we don't know. But that is all of a sudden, that's not the rumor. I threw that rumor out there. I don't know if it's true, true or not. Uh, but he is getting some love for Indiana. Our guy Shane Metlin from the Daily News Record tweeted out a plane owned by a charter company out of Jeffersonville, Indiana, which is right over the Ohio River from Louisville, flew from Jeffersonville to, I guess, Shenandoah, SHD, to Indianapolis, to SHD, to Jeffersonville, all between 7.30 a.m. and 2.28 p.m. That was on Wednesday. So I guess that would be the, uh, is that the Shenandoah Harrisonburg Airport? Uh, and so that is getting some interesting notion. And obviously, you know, you're going to make his salary instantaneously, I would think, goes to $4 million, right? It's kind of tough to turn down, right? And again, we've talked about it because it's really, you know, maybe his only opportunity to get to a power five school, all right? Um, we haven't heard about any... I guess some of these guys got to get gigs, right? Uh, I mean, Jeff Levy is filling his staff at Mississippi State. Some guys staying, some guys not. I haven't heard Mike Elko anything yet, although his quarterback from Duke, Riley Leonard, is moving on. He hit the transfer portal. I haven't heard Elko doing it. Fran Brown from Syracuse. You know, these guys are all, well, not Oklahoma and not, you know, AM, but Fran Brown from Georgia is trying to get ready for an SEC championship game. Then he'll have a little time to put his staff together. But it is interesting. Does like a, you know, 
Major Applewhite from South Alabama get any look to be a Power 5 OC, right? Didn't have the best of years this year. Really inconsistent. Did put up 55 points in back-to-back ball games, but that was really the high point. And then maybe beating Arkansas State, and then they beat somebody else to go to a bowl game, I thought, uh, to get that sixth win. Kind of grinded it out when, uh, oh, they beat ULM. I have to look it up. So we'll see if any of these, any assistants get plucked from the Sun Belt to go to, you know, beyond their staffs. All right. Just haven't seen any of that yet. Again, this is a, uh, as they say, a very, very fluid uh, situation. Now, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be really interesting if, you know, Signetti uh, perhaps gets this gig. Because, you know, then who then who takes JMU's? job who does he take with him you know does he take any players with him all right see john bryce wrote this at about uh, 6 30 ish or so central time on wednesday kurt signet and football scoop.com by the way kurt signetti who led james madison to a national title game appearance at uh at james madison in 2019 and has seamlessly guided the program's transition to uh, fbs subdivision level has emerged as a top target at Indiana University. Tom Allen was a let go last year. While Indiana has talked to and vetted numerous candidates, most notably Jason Candle of Toledo, and we'll get to that here in a minute. Among them, it had it has this week zeroed in its focus has zeroed its focused on Signetti, a sitting head coach with 13 years head coaching experience. Sources familiar with the IU search told Football Scoop Wednesday evening that Indiana's leaders in the search and informed candidates that they were prioritizing people with significant head coaching experience. So you have Candle, Signetti. Additionally, Signetti, let me see. No, that's not it. Um, aside from Signetti and Candle, IU also vetted Kane Womack, the South Alabama coach and former Hoosiers defensive coordinator. Uh, sources said Hoosiers officials also spoke with former star player Antoine Randall-L. That'd be interesting. Wouldn't be the worst person to keep on your staff or to put on your staff. Sources told Football Scoop that should Indiana decide that Signetti is its choice, that Signetti's current pact at James Madison has a bio clause of just $1.2 million. So not that much. We'll see uh, what happens there. I mean, JMU is going to be in a bowl, um, but they're not getting ready for, unfortunately, for them uh, for the Sunbelt Championship game. So there is some downtime you do have the portal opening up and you do have early signing day which is coming up in less than a month right three weeks or something like that and uh but that's why some of these schools are moving pretty quickly as it turns out uh so we'll keep uh we'll keep updated on that the plan by the way right now is to go to troy for the summer championship game um things have changed you may have heard so i have some time on my hands uh and so we will uh, get to uh, see if we can go to Troy uh, and make a little bit of a trip out of it uh, up there. And we'll snoop around and see if we hear anything. Now, that could be interesting in the Sun Belt uh, while we are in Troy. All right, let's take another time out. Uh, we'll go over Brett McMurphy's 
new bowl projections. All right. Still not doing what I want to do, but we told you that, you know, JMU and Toledo's coach seem to be up for the Indiana job. We'll be back. All right. Let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less than on two and six, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now I can play during basketball season two. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entries. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 point combo of three-pointers made and receptions. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code college. For a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Dave Schultz, locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. We talked about the uh, Action Network's Brett McMurphy uh, doing his bowl projections. Uh, I probably, let me see if he's got them. I, I, I have the new ones up. Let me see if we can compare those. See if he keeps the old ones up. Because that's really kind of what you're looking for. You want to see what they were. Um, sports, college football. Sorry about this. Picks. Uh, let me see if he's got them here. He's got the New ones. I want to get the old ones. Monday's edition. All right, there we go. I got it. All right. So we got it Monday and a Wednesday. Okay. So now we can compare the two. All right. For example, in the New Orleans Bowl, he's got Arkansas State and Jacksonville State. But now he's got the Cajuns going to play in the New Orleans Bowl. And again, I don't know how well that's going to go over. Jacksonville State's a very good football team, all right, though they are making the same transition that uh, uh, that um, uh, JMU is. I'm not sure. I I happen to think that would be the most Cajuns fans you're going to get going anywhere. It is on the 16th of December, so it comes up quickly, uh, and it's on a Saturday. I mean, I you know, for my money, I think that's the best. <laughs> it is what it is, all right? Uh, and then to the famous Toastery Bowl, he moves WKU and ODU to Charlotte. Let's see if he had that before. No, see, he had NIU and Georgia Southern. He had OKU, OKU, I just combined the two schools, ODU, Old Dominion, and Western Kentucky in the Frisco Bowl. Well, he moved that more into their neighborhood. He moves ODU and Western Kentucky to the Toastery Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. Let's see if he's got the same for the Cure Bowl has Boise and App State in Orlando. He had App State against Toledo. So now he's got App State against Boise State. Mm. 
Texas State, New Mexico State still in the New Mexico Bowl. So that hasn't changed. It's got Georgia State and Wyoming in uh, the Frisco Bowl. That obviously changed. Um, in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, see, this is a good football game, as much as I'd like to see a different matchup. Uh, he's got JMU and Toledo. That is a good football game. Um, and he's got it in, ironically enough, in Conway, South Carolina. Uh, that's a good football game. Toledo is basically the best team in the MAC. JMU, some would argue, is the best team in the Sun Belt. Uh, that would be a good game. I still think JMU should play the winner of App State and uh, Troy. And as that a as a uh, uh, listener commented, um, it would be a rematch for both teams. I think I just said it was a rematch for App State because it just happened. But JMU beat, beat Troy like game three of the season, I think, sixteen to fourteen. Yeah, uh, in a very close ball game. That actually, that loss actually is what's burned. You know, Troy's turnaround. They haven't lost a game yet. Um, I think those may be the big changes in, in it. Let's see here. Um, Boca Raton Bowl. He's got Georgia Southern and. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, change that. In the I'm sorry. So now he's got Georgia Southern against South Florida in the Boca Raton Bowl instead of Coastal Carolina and South Florida. And before he had JMU and UCF in the Gasparilla Bowl, he doesn't anymore. Still has, I believe, Troy and Liberty in the Birmingham Bowl. Again, another good matchup. Liberty obviously ranked and undefeated, uh, and he's got them going up against uh, Troy. So um, although he doesn't have NIU and Arkansas State in the Toastery Bowl anymore, he still has them going to Montgomery, which is much closer for Arkansas State and certainly closer for uh, NIU uh, as well. He's got Marshall going out to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Let's see if that is a change. That is a change. He had Bowling Green before. So, And before he had Georgia State and Wyoming in the Camilla Bowl, he changed that, right? He's got them in the Frisco Bowl. Still got them playing against each other, but he's got them in the different bowl. And in Hawaii, not the worst place to have a bowl game, they got Coastal Carolina, or Brett McMurphy has Coastal Carolina going up against San Jose State. Could be worse places to spend a week. Uh, and he still has he still has South Alabama going to the 68 Ventures Bowl, which means they're playing at home against Eastern Michigan. So not all that fair to Eastern Michigan, but I'm not sure. The Ventures Bowl or South Alabama uh, cares about that. It would be really interesting to see how many people show up to that game. Matters on the weather. And that is well, Christmas on a weekend. Now, Christmas is on a Monday. It is Christmas weekend, though. So we'll see who's there or not. Okay. So uh, I like the bowl projections. We don't certainly not going to hold anybody to them. But he did change uh, some things up. That uh, JMU Toledo matchup would be juicy on the field. Uh, and if one coach ends up not coaching that ball game because they took the Indiana job over the other coach adds another layer to it. So that would be interesting. Or, you know, the, the coach, even better, the coach gets the Indiana job, coaches the ball game against the guy who didn't get the Indiana job. That would even be more fun <laughs> if that's the way it turns out. Usually these things happen 
very quickly. When they don't happen in the next 48 hours or so, that means something fell apart. I, I do happen to think that something fell apart with Dan Mullen at Syracuse. The uh, AD denies that. And then we heard Fran Brown, and that thing was done pretty quickly. So we shall see. All right. Uh, thanks very much. We are popped. We all of a sudden have about another 20 subscribers um, uh, on YouTube. Fantastic. Numbers were up on audio. Really appreciate it. The uh, Maybe I could have titled it differently. The hair dye didn't go over as well <laughs> as I thought it would. A little clickbaitish, um, but it was the point that he does it because of his age. So, um, which is sad, but it may, may be true. Um, again, I don't know if he does, but I thought it was more tongue in cheek than anything, uh, than that. Uh, all right. Um, the idea is to be in Troy. We'll see if we are there. We'll see if we uh, actually get on the road tomorrow and go to Troy, um, try to take care of something on Friday. And that's a long, it's a long drive to be there. Um, for the game. Yeah. So I'm going up there a day early. So we'll see if we uh, can do that. Or maybe I just get up early on Friday morning and go, it's a long drive, seven hour drive. That's a long drive for me these days. Four hours I can do. If I don't miss a meal, if I don't miss a meal and I'm talking like seven noon and five, I don't know if anybody eats at those times, but that's basically it. If I don't miss a meal, it's not a long drive. Uh, Mobile to uh, Lafayette, not a long drive, four hours, maybe quicker. No traffic, maybe three and a half. Uh, all right. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we should be uh, in Troy uh, tomorrow, if not then, by Friday. Uh, anyway, everybody have a, a great Thursday afternoon. I'm sure we'll get more news, transfer portal, coaching news, and maybe more bowl projections. So be sure to tune in to Friday's episode, and we need to preview. I forgot to do that. We will definitely preview more of the Sunbelt Championship game uh, looking at the quarterbacks because it is a heck of a matchup. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.